Hi, everybody. Welcome to Don't Know Beach About History, short histories of Long Beach, a new podcast from Long Beach Public Library. My name is Jeff Whalen. I'm Special Collections Librarian here at the library. Today, we're presenting part two of our story of Minnie the Whale, Long Beach's famous whale skeleton. Joining me again today is Josh Sanchez, the Teen Services Librarian at the Long Beach Public Library. Hi again, Josh. Hey, nice to be here. I'm uh, very excited. Long-time listener. Yeah, me too. Well, when we left off, it was the turn of the last century, and our hero, Minnie the Whale, was on display in Pacific Park and loving it. This whale was a smash hit. Everybody loves Minnie the Whale as Long Beach's unofficial mascot. But unfortunately for Minnie, this would only last a few years as the novelty wore off. The thrill was gone, Josh. It happens to the best of us. Once the magic's gone... It's no coming back. It could come back. It doesn't come back. No, you're right. Now, meanwhile, in the early 1900s, there was this guy, Andrew Carnegie. And I'm just going to say his name is Carnegie. Mm -hmm. What do you think? Do you say, you say Carnegie? I don't actually say it. I just pretend like I do. Uh, or, I don't know. I say it when I'm on a podcast. You do? Yeah, whenever I'm on podcasts to make it seem like I'm an authority. Well, you are an authority. You you are an authority figure. But like, what would you say? What would you say about a certain concert hall in New York? What would you call that place? Carnegie Hall. You'd call it Carnegie Hall, right? Mm -hmm. Does anyone call that Carnegie Hall? <laughs> I don't think so. Yeah. What's a different person? Is it? No, it's not. No, no. It's the same guy. I assumed it was the same person. Yeah, it's him. There's that other Carnegie. There's Dale Carnegie. Right. Right? And he wrote How to Win Friends and Influence People. Mm -hmm. But he's just Dale Carnegie, right? No one ever says Dale Carnegie for him. No. Okay. And then Napoleon Hill wrote Think and Grow Rich. That's a good one. Yeah, that's a good one. Okay. Um, so there was this industrialist, this steel magnate. A titan of industry, if you will. That's exactly right. And his name was Andrew Carnegie. And he had made, like, a bunch of money. He was, like, the richest guy in the world, wasn't he? Something mm -hmm. close to that. Yeah, for sure. And he had, like, done horrible things to human beings in his life. And good things, too. But, like, he was responsible for the terrible working conditions for people. He was responsible for busting unions. He was responsible for his factories creating uh, scenarios where thousands of people would die due to environmental problems. And so he's like, he's got a beard. He's from Scotland. And he's like, you know what? I'm going to give a little back. And he did. He gave away supposedly like 90% of his money mm -hmm. in the last bit of his life in a desperate and failed effort to get into heaven. I assume. I assume. I don't know any of this. But this isn't a Long Beach history, so I can just be pretty fast and loose with it. But one of the things that he did back then was he would go around to cities and towns and build or fund public libraries because public libraries were getting really getting going then, and he saw that as a project he wanted to be involved in. And so many of the libraries around the country during this period were funded by Andrew Carnegie. And he would come to town and the town would have to buy in and say that they would agree to spend so much money on staff and books and upkeep. But he would fund the building of it. And so when he came to Long Beach or his, his people came to Long Beach, he said, it's got to be built on this park. And they say, great, what are we going to do with the whale? 
There's a sense in more than a handful of the retellings of this story that the public and the city and everybody just couldn't decide whether or not they wanted to give up Minnie in order to get a free main library in the park. That she was so beloved that it was an agonizing decision for the city. But I didn't really find that too much. Actually, there was a piece in the LA Times in 1907 talking about how anxious Long Beach was to get rid of Minnie by any means necessary. It reads, who wants a stuffed whale? The trustees are willing to consider almost any kind of proposition from anyone who desires the skeleton of a whale, which now adorns the park and must be removed at once to make room for the Carnegie Library. So what to do with this whale now? And there's a lot of different ideas all the way from throwing it away to putting it on the pier, putting it in Bixby Park, putting it anywhere. And so the city librarian at the time, Victoria Ellis, ultimately supported the idea of moving the whale inside the library and into the basement. She thought it might be cool to have a kind of beach museum downstairs and Minnie the whale, the whale, let's say, the municipal whale, will be the centerpiece of it and we'll have other stuff from the coast and stuff like that, it'll be great. And so the plans for the basement were to have the furnace there, the museum there, and they also had the library's fumigation room there. Yes, I did say fumigation room. Wait, did you say fumigation? <laughs> did I say fumigation room? I think you did. Well, why would a library need a fumigation room? Great question. Because right then, people were freaking out. There was a, it was something called the Great Book Scare. And people thought that dust from library books would spread disease. And that people, when they checked out a book, would be putting their, their smallpox and their scarlet fever and their tuberculosis on the book. Then they would return the book and then somebody else would get tuberculosis. So, and this was like, everybody thought this. And maybe it was true because they think it now with the COVID-19. Come full circle. Yeah, it's true. It's a big concern. But every library just about back then would have a fumigation room or system by, for fumigating the books. And how do you do that back then? Well, you use carbolic acid fumes. And if you don't have carbolic acid, you use formaldehyde fumes. And if you don't have that, then you use steam. And I really don't understand how they could use steam on books. I don't understand how it wouldn't just ruin the book the very first time that you fumigated it. And then also later, they would put the Chamber of Commerce offices down in the basement as well. I now, thought you were going to say the Chamber of Secrets. Oh, no. <laughs> Always with the teen librarian over here with the, with the Harry Potter. <laughs> so on Flag Day, 1909, June 14th, in a beautiful ceremony, the library opened. And it was a great library. And if you've seen pictures of it, it's, it's a grand, classic Carnegie library. And it was the centerpiece of the, uh, of the park. And Minnie the Whale made her way downstairs into the museum there in the basement. And the thing is, is that whale bones, even if you boiled them, and even if you sat them outside for 12 years to, to, to off-gas, they still smell a little bit fishy. And when you put them in a basement, it gets real fishy in there. So the library opens June 14th, and by June 22nd, the city council had authorized its removal <laughs> because it was so smelly down there. And they had to build like a barrier and it was a very strange situation down there because even though it was impressive and people came to see it, it was stinky. But some people liked her down there. Some people would chip off parts of her bones or steal whole bones just to take them home. Anyway, 
it wouldn't leave until uh, 1913, but it had to deal with everyone hating it there for four years. But people would come to see it, and there was an article I saw about people using it to leave notes to each other for trysting purposes. Mm -hmm. And they called it post office back then. That it was the whale was being used as a post office for these young lovers. Anyway, she stayed down there until she really, really had to go when the mayor had just had it up to here with this whale skeleton. The mayor at the time was a library board member and he went full fed up dad. This was in the paper. It says, after receiving a threat from the mayor as a member of the library board that the whale would be boxed up or thrown away if not removed this week from the library building, the council provided for the removal of the monster skeleton. So many had gone from being a whale of a tourist attraction to being a bit of a white elephant. So they figured out what they should do is move the whale to the end of the Pine Street Pier, which is no longer there. But they had this thing called the Sun Parlor at the end that had things to do, and it was a place to hang out at the end of the pier. And they set up the whale there, and there many sat, I guess enjoyed a pretty good life for quite a while. She wasn't getting enough care or upkeep or getting enough of the right kind of attention. But really, overall, it wasn't so bad until 1934 when a storm hit that pretty much destroyed the pier. So now she needs a new home. Somebody says, boom, Colorado Lagoon. Because Colorado Lagoon was a happening spot back in the 30s. Colorado Lagoon, which I knew well as a kid. My mom's got lots of pictures of me wading in the murky water there. Josh, you've been to the Colorado Lagoon, right? Like once. Back then, in the 30s, the way that the water would come in from the ocean to the lagoon was very different. And they had crystal clear water. They had a famous diving board. And it was used for part of the 1932 Olympic trials were held there, the Colorado Lagoon. And lovely place to swim. It was very popular. And so many found a home at the Colorado Lagoon for decades. But it was kind of weird. It was a strange time for many because people would come and look at her. So that was nice. But like no one was really paying much attention to her on a kind of upkeep kind of level. And she went in further into disrepair and neglect, I would say. And then in 1957, she reportedly collapsed, just collapsed into a big pile of, of whale bones right there at the lagoon. So without a lot of fanfare, they just boxed her up and put her into storage. They didn't want to get rid of Minnie, but they didn't know what to do with Minnie. They tried to get Cal State Long Beach to take her. They were interested a little bit and then ultimately said no. There were a couple articles that they had said yes, but then a deal fell through. So they took Minnie to a warehouse near the airport and they kind of forgot about it for a couple years. And then in 1960, three 13-year-old boys we're doing what 13-year-old boys did back in 1960, which was they were digging in a barley field. And they uncovered some bones, some large bones, some mysterious large bones. And they were like, we have just found a dinosaur or an elephant. So they did what 13-year-old boys in 1960 liked to do, is they piled their bones onto a wagon and rolled it to their teacher's house. And the teacher said, what are you doing here? It's Saturday. And they said, look at these bones. And he said, whoa, I don't have any idea what kind of bones these are. So they called the newspaper. And the newspaper said, we don't know what kind of bones they are. Maybe it's a dinosaur. Maybe it's an elephant. So 
a city guy who was in charge of the the warehouses where Minnie was being stored saw the, the article and said, wow, that barley field is right next to the, the warehouse where Minnie the Whale is. This is over by Cherry and Wardlow, that area. So he went over there and checked the warehouse that Minnie was supposed to be in, and the door was open and maybe had been open for a couple of years. Nobody knew. So she escaped. So, yeah, so we have these are the options. Did she try to swim away through the dirt? Did, did someone steal the bones and bury them? Uh, did, a, did a giant dog, <laughs> some sort of Cerberus, some sort of the Long Beach Cerberus come and... Or Clifford. Or Clifford, the big red dog. Nobody knows what happened. Some people theorize that they needed room in the warehouse for other stuff and couldn't imagine why anyone would ever want these bones. And they just took it out to a nearby field and buried it there. And it wasn't all the bones. It was some of the bones. Just a weird thing. And what were these boys doing digging in a barley field? It's the best place to dig. It's the best dirt. Barley. Yeah, so the, they, they went over to the teacher's house and said, can we have our bones back? And he, he says, no problem. And they get the bones back. And they get knocked around the city here and there. They go to the firehouse. No one knows what to do with the bones until in 1974, the kindly, good-hearted people at the Museum of Natural History in Los Angeles say, we need a fin whale to store in a box in a warehouse and never put together and never display. And Long Beach said, whew, that sounds good. We're giving it to a museum, like a total reputable museum. Whew. And so they came and got the whale, and that's where the bones are today, although not at the museum. Minnie's bones are at the museum's so-called whale warehouse in Vernon, California. She's never been put back together or put on display since she was accepted by the museum, but at least she's being stored properly and is surrounded by her peers, skeletons of the great leviathans of the sea. And that's the story of Minnie. What do you think, Josh? I've learned a lot. We laughed. We cried. We did. We cried a lot. Yeah. It's fun how the story kind of started and ended with uh, teenage boys. It's funny how that's a recurring theme here. Uh, the smells, the smells along the way, going from a beached whale to Vernon, California. Can we say that Vernon, California smells? Is that like... I, I don't think it's up to us, man. Well, Josh, I want to thank you for joining me on this adventure. There's no bones about it. This was a good episode. Yes. There you go. There, threw it in. You did it. You want to, we, what other jokes should we do? <laughs> we'll see you next time. Drive safe, everybody. Bye. And then I was actually waiting.